Welcome everybody to the Star Wars podcast. And today we are diving into a whole new universe. Star Wars. Believe it or not, we are a Star Wars podcast too. We haven't proven it to you yet, but this is our first step towards doing that. So if you're interested in doing that, hit the subscribe button because we're going to be here every week with Bad Batch coverage. And uh, my my fellow Bad Batcher and podcasting, uh, Tommy's here. Tommy, how's it going? I'm good. You can call me Tommy Kenobi now because we're in the Star Wars universe. Look at us go. <laughs> I like Tommy Kenobi. What's, what's my Star Wars name? Is it uh, Michael... Uh, uh, Michael Obaka. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So I will, uh, let us know on Twitter what my uh, Star Wars name is. If yes, I'm better than that. He didn't like Michael Obaka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was uh, it was seamless. I'll give you that. Yeah, Michael so, Solo. I feel like you know fair. throw any last name on, right? Fair, fair. Um, but Tommy, like I'm, I'm just dying to know, like. Uh, just to start us off here, obviously this is our this is our previous show for the Bad Batch, and like I, I want to get your first impressions of like because I feel like the conversation around the Marvel stuff before those shows started was like, is this show necessary? Are we excited about it? What do we expect from it? Uh, and I have all those same questions coming from this one, so I, I kind of want to I want to get you, I want to gauge you on how you feel about this upcoming series. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think. It's, it's very untapped potential, but it's also, I think that's a very valid question. Is this necessary? We got so much expansion with the Clone Wars, even with Rebels. Those were two territories that there was not a lot of information on in the movies, right? Like the Star Wars movies just kind of were like, yeah, the Clone Wars happened. Cool. <laughs> but now we got to see it. With the Bad Batch, they were introduced at the end of Clone Wars and... I don't know what is it going to be prequel? Is it going to be more like what they were doing during the Clone Wars? Or did they happen to survive Order 66? Right. And uh, I guess I'll be uh, I'll be filling us in as we go here and uh, I'll, I'll fill you in as well. But it, it, it does seem from watching the trailer that this does take place after Order 66 or at least a portion of it. I don't know if it will start and then end after or, or, or how that's going to work. But it, it does seem to be after at some point it'll be after order 66, which that that's really fascinating. And, and to me that kind of, uh, again, uh, I mentioned uh, before the show here that I, I'm not sure what the plot is. You know, I, I have no idea where this show's going and, but you can kind of guess we've got clones. It's after order 66 it's an animated kids show, so they're probably not bad guys. They're probably not. Uh, they're probably not on the wrong side of that. Uh, that uh, Order sixty six. So you would have to think that because they're uh, they're mutated clones, they do they did not <laughs> apply to the command from uh, Sidious. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I, I guess I, my prediction would be the show is going to be a lot more about like helping out other clones that 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 didn't get the choice and stuff like that. Yeah, and like for those that don't know, you know, we've talked about them numerous times, but if this is your first time tuning in because you were like Marvel's garbage, but here we are with Star Wars. I don't watch trailers. So anything I say is tr uh trailer uh with <laughs> trailer less, you know. Uh so yeah, I think what they need to stay away from is making sure they differentiate it from rebels then if 
it is going to be focused on the Bad Batch. Make sure it is focused on the Bad Batch. And I like that. If it focuses on them trying to go find other clones like them, I don't mind that. That's an interesting story. Do we need it? Maybe not. But listen, what else do we have going on right now? I don't think people need to go in with high expectations, expecting this to be groundbreaking to the Star Wars universe. So, Yeah. Honestly, I'm foreseeing this being a lot more like The Mandalorian was. So The Mandalorian was kind of, uh, even The Mandalorian was way more of a fresh story. Um, but it was kind of more of the same. We kind of got the idea of what a, uh, what a Mandalorian was. And for me, when that show was announced, I was thrilled to have a live action Star Wars show. But I was like, ah, I could take early the premise. With that being said, I, I don't think it's all about the premise. I think these shows are so much more. They're like the spider webs in between the different shows and movies. Because The Mandalorian, you know, they they have they have things pointing towards the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy and the animated shows. So I have a feeling that this is going to be a lot more of that. It's just kind of filling in the empty spaces of all the other content out there. Yeah, and like with any prequel, even though it's kind of listen, Star Wars is weird because nothing's a prequel because it's a, it's a timeline that just like moves very uh, all over the place. I think for me, I want to see some Easter eggs. I want to see references to the Star Wars universe. That being said, you know, and we we saw it with Mandalorian. I don't need everything to be tied to the Skywalker universe. I don't mind that they explore the star wars universe without everything being like well yes skywalkers that's they're the only jedis we care about like i would like to see maybe they find a jedi that's not a skywalker like that's why rebels was so interesting because rebels really dealt with things that had nothing to do with the world we already were established to yeah no and uh look my favorite thing about star wars is is jedis right but it's not Skywalkers, you know? I mean, obviously, the Skywalker saga is great. We love the story. Uh, it's basically the home base of all Star Wars things. But at the same time, I would be completely thrilled to dive in. I guess my thing is, I, I don't want to tie into the uh, Star Wars saga indefinitely. But let's get some Jedis, too. I, I, need, I need lightsabers. And I, I feel like the Clone Wars was similar to this in that... Uh, when it came out, I think a lot of people, again, were kind of like, eh, is this necessary? But it, it branched off into so much more. And, I mean, by the last few seasons, it was just as much about Jedis and everything and bounty hunters and everything else as opposed to just the clones, you know, so. But it earned it, you know, like that's I think I just want to see the Bad Batch earn it. I think compared to the other two shows we've covered, this is the one I'm probably putting the least amount of hope on i i think it's going to be enjoyable i think it's going to be a fun time like the bad batch is a very interesting group it's like it's a suicide squad of the star wars universe right like they're the the mismatch group of uh, misfits and i think that will be interesting i think that will be fun when i say i think i want to put my least hope on it i do think i'm probably going to enjoy it probably the most because i think there's no weight to the information we get from bad batch there's no pressure Right. Yeah. And and I think when we're looking at the Marvel shows, I think everybody kind of looks at it with uh, uh, I'm bad at speaking as if everybody is just like me. I'll talk for myself. I look at these live action shows I, and I expect a little bit more from them. You know, I expect them to be much more like the movies and I expect them to be 
Uh, and when I compare things to movies, I'm thinking of like the greatest movies of all time. And I want, I want Star Wars and Marvel to achieve those goals. But the thing about Clone Wars is I'm never going to look it for that. I'm never going to look for like that flawless storytelling and character building and writing. It, it, it really is. It's, it's a show for kids first and foremost, but it's also just like, uh, like, a, like I said, in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm a kid at heart. Like I need a little bit more, so, like I need a little bit more excitement, you know? And I think that's what the show is going to bring. It's, it's not going to really get bogged down in all the details. It's just going to be cool explosions and uh, awesome characters. Yeah. So I guess that's our expectations, right? Like that's what we think going in. Should we go over like what the bad batch is, who the characters are for people who haven't watched the end of Clone Wars, which like that's our recommendation for the week overall. Just watch. If you're not going to watch all of Clone Wars, just watch the, the lost final season that they made and, and watch specifically the bad batch episodes to get into this. But should we go into that? Yeah, yeah, and I, I I have a breakdown of all the characters here. So um, we we have first and foremost we have like the leader of the group who's Hunter. He kind of looks like Rambo. He's got a really cool knife. Um, and then we got Wrecker, who is uh, probably the most one note character of them all. He's just a big brute that crushes I like things. Him. <laughs> yeah, I like him too. Uh, then we get Tech. He's like uh, he's like the hacker smart guy. We get Crosshair, who's like the sharpshooter. And then what's really cool about this series, and uh, we get Echo as well, who has been throughout the entirety of the Clone Wars and has just, I guess he would be like the recent member of the Bad Batch. Uh, I guess that might even be a spoiler alert for the, uh, the Bad Batch episodes of Clone Wars. But uh, yeah, go watch that and see how that happens. Um, but yeah, I, uh, Tommy, uh, which which Bad Batch are you? Oh, man. I mean, probably... Uh wrecker <laughs> but i don't know it depends on what day right i think i think i'm like a combo wrecker and maybe maybe uh tech you know like I, I can be intelligent but other days you know it's just gonna be brute force baby yeah i think that's i, I think i want to be a hunt a hunter but i'm actually a tech so <laughs> yeah i was gonna say echo i feel like that's a good balance of the two words like you have like this the the street smarts that being said, Tech also has some like Tech's uh, abilities in Bad Batches, not to be uh, laughed at. Yeah, so uh, I want to dive into this because, well, I guess first and foremost, because uh, this is kind of fun to play with, Tommy, because you you don't you hadn't seen this trailer, so I'm interested to see. Like, if you had any guesses, what other characters do you think would be showing up here? Hmm. I'm sure that's a tough question. Yeah, I mean, let me just list off all the stories characters. Uh, well, I was going to say with with Echo, I'm interested to see more Echo because I think that's our that's our window into this world, right? That's the person we identify with most. We've seen Echo grow up, so I'm excited to see more Echo as like maybe not the leader because Hunter I think is kind of the leader, but like this person trying to get a grasp of this new group because you know again the spoiler for Bad Batch. He joined not that much long after this is going to happen, I assume. Uh, now, to answer your question, uh, I could see Ahsoka because, you know, obviously, like, Ahsoka is a big part of Rebels. It's, I, I hope they don't because they've just been throwing her at us a little bit. But I could see her being involved. Um, I could see Rex. I would like to see Rex. I think that's a nice nod. It goes with the whole clone troop, troopers thing. I wouldn't mind seeing Rex come back in 
uh, Bad Batch. Other than that, Palpatine, I feel like you're going to see Palpatine a lot in that. Darth Vader, I feel like, will be involved in some way. Or, or if not Darth Vader, some sort of Sith, like the, the Inquisitors or something will show up. The Inquisitors would be really cool. Uh, I wish I could say they were in the trailer. Uh, I love the Inquisitors. Pro Inquisitor here. Uh, but you were you, you hit the nail on the head with two of them. I didn't even put Palpatine down because it was it was almost like obvious. He's like he's he is in the trailer, but it, like I don't know. I, I didn't even put yeah, him down. Dude, that was easy. That was he's like the center pick. of the universe at this point of, of the yeah, of the storyline. Jar Jar um, too. Jar Jar is going to show up. You wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. Uh, but no, you you were spot on with one of them. Rex is in the trailer. He's he's gonna be here, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. Again, we're just it's we're spider webbing in between the different content. I, I want to see more of Rex's story about uh, where he was after Clone Wars and how he ends up in Rebels. And another character that's also I'm interested to see a bit more of the transition because this is a character that shows up and so many he shows up the movies the tv shows he's in video games but he's he's so underexplored at the same time Saul Guerrero is going to be in this series and again we get like his his uh i guess his origin story about how he came to be more of a rebel and then everything else it's like yeah he shows up in Rogue One and and he's like the generic rebel he shows up in um um Oh Lord! What the the recent video game that came out, the Jedi one. He shows up there, and he's like a he's just a, a generic rebel. He shows, yeah, he's just he's always there. But I don't feel like we get enough from Saul Guerrero, so I'm excited to see more from him. See, I'm less interested. I I got a bad taste in my mouth from the Rogue One. I just didn't like what they did with the character in Rogue One. Um, I like him in everything else. I, I me personally, I just felt like they really threw him. Um into a weird situation there i also i think the main thing i didn't like was not him but i didn't love that and this is like a rogue one commentary but i didn't like that weird octopus thing that was like oh man it's gonna mess with the pilot's mind and then just didn't mess with the pilot's mind it didn't really amount to anything yeah no, uh I, but again like uh, i feel like he might be like our sharon carter of the series like he is i mean he's not necessarily a, a blank slate we know where his story starts and ends but there's a lot of like there's when you meet his character in clone wars it's like the exact opposite of who you see in rogue one so it's going to be interesting to explore how he got from point a to point b yes i agree and i don't mind that that makes me feel a little bit more like the surprise is going to be like rebels like we're going to see um hera or so you know we're going to see someone from rebels that will tie tie them back in uh possibly or Rogue One. I could see what if they meet up with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who made the Death Star. The, the lady's dad. Yeah, the lady's dad. You know that. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Yeah, lady's dad. You know, you know yeah, everyone knows on. what I'm talking about if they're listening. Yeah. Classic lady uh, dad. So uh, two other ones here uh, that didn't come up is Tarkin, which uh, he, he's, you know, uh, love Tarkin and the originals. Uh, I don't care to see him here, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels fun. expected. Like in the same way you said Palpatine, like that's also one where it's like if you were talking about post uh, Order sixty six, he is who are the two bad or the not two bad guys, but three bad guys you think of: Darth Vader, Palpatine, and uh, Tarkin. Yeah, 
And uh, the other one, which this is probably the one I'm most excited about. I think you might have mentioned this before. I think you know about this. But Fennec Shand from The Mandalorian is going to be here. And that's another one we don't know a whole lot about. Uh, she's a bounty hunter. Uh, she worked under Boba Fett. But it's going to be interesting to see like where she came from. And I have a feeling, if I were to guess, again, like just kind of picking up the clues of what this could possibly mean. Like Again, her story, there's no information in the trailer. But if I had to guess, she's probably going to be hunting down the Bad Batch. I, I would assume she's probably on the opposite side. And then maybe they bring her over somehow. So that'll be fun to see. Yeah, I I hope she is a big part. I could also see it being like a one episode like thing where she's just like a part of it. And they were excited to have her. I hope it's more. But I feel like her big story is going to be in the um, Boba Fett TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, and another one that's not a cameo, but it's just a character that's in the show that that seems to be brand new and we don't know much about. Uh, there is a, it seems to be like a, a mutated clone boy. And when I say mutated, he just doesn't look like the other clones. He's got blonde hair, but he's on Camino and he ends up with the Bad Batch. So there's going to be like a little kid running around with him. So that's going to, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what, what do you think about like a, this little child joining the bad batch. It's fine. I, the thing again, like I'm just, you have Mandalorian. <laughs> it already has uh, the whole thing be about the child giving uh, a bounty hunter compassion. I just worry. Star Wars sometimes likes to reuse stories. They call it following a pattern, but and having something have poetry, have rhythm to it. But it's like, I just want it to feel separate and feel different than everything else that's come before, you know? Yeah. And I have a feeling that might become an issue with this series. That might be our biggest issue. Um, but, I, but I'm really hoping to be surprised. And, and I think the thing is like Clone Wars adapted so much and they learned so much about what the audience wanted and by the time that, that we did get to that final season, it's like they really did nail what we were looking for. And I, I do think like piggybacking off of that, I think we're going to be in, in, in for some good stuff. And I will say, like, I trust uh, Dave Filoni. Like, like anything Dave Filoni touches, I believe he's involved in this. I would assume. I mean, he's yes. he's the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe at this point. Right he i mean he didn't work on any of the star wars movies that were bad so uh that made me feel pretty good and any of the animated stuff he works on tends to be well done and even the mandalorian i know that's like john favreau too but like i don't think it would be anything of where it is without dave filoni on it yeah dave filoni john favreau i, I don't know if john favreau has his hands on the spot but um yeah uh, i i I feel I feel really good about this. Uh, an another section of this podcast I want to jump into, Tommy. I guess uh, do you do you have any like predictions for the series as a whole, or I guess maybe like theories about uh, where this wild show could take us? Yeah, I think there's going to be. It's going to take us somewhere. No, it's uh, for me this show. I hope it's more than this, but I feel like it's a stepping stone almost in the way that some of the Marvel shows has been where it's like, it may show us a new character that is going to catalyst into something else. Right. That's my, I guess, minimum, minimum biggest fear that it might be is that it's just going to be there 
to get us further while we get an enjoying story with enjoyable story with characters that we like. But I don't know where else they can go with this series because it's it's covering a time period that I feel like is pretty well covered. I will say uh, one of my one of my biggest grievances with Revenge of the Sith, which I really do like, but I felt I, I would have liked to see more of Order sixty six explored. Right, I, I like the concept of like the Jedi on the run type deal, and I feel like it was very much brushed over. And I've said for a long time, I, I wish that there was a Order sixty six TV show or something like that. But I mean, this is this is right in that time period, and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm gonna be really interested to see if, if we get a little bit more into like how all of that went down, and uh, even some of the Jedi's involved. Still have my fingers crossed for the Jedi's. Well, I mean, an amazing episode of Clone Wars, and I, I won't get into detail because it's such a huge boy. This is the finales, which which covers Order sixty six, and it is so fascinating watching it all go down and giving it more breath than just a bunch of clones shooting a bunch of Jedis in the back like it is in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, And this is like humanizing them even more. And we saw a lot of that in Clone Wars. And, and again, it was just like, uh, here's Trooper number 49 shooting at Jedi number three. It's like, these are, they're, they're really built up. They're real characters. They're real people with names and relationships and personalities. And it's going to be interesting to see like their side of it too. Like, the the wear and tear on what it's like to have all of your friends turn against you and yeah and i guess the bad batch is probably pretty used to being uh, on the outskirts of what the clones do anyways yeah i think it's going to feel like its own thing that really is my own prediction because because the bad batch even in clone wars it felt like its own thing like it didn't feel connected to anything in clone wars it felt like a, I mean, it was a backward, uh, like a, a backwards pilot, just trying to see if people like bad, bad, uh, bachelor, they can make a show out of it. And I think if you cover, cause you're right. I will say it is interesting to cover the rebels that have more violent practices when it comes to rebelling, right? Like that's what's so cool about soul. And I think the interesting thing with the Star Wars universe and in general, if we're talking about from Bad Batch, where do we go from here in the Star Wars universe with the other shows that are set up as compared to Marvel, everything's a little more linear. You know, Loki's going to take us into a wild direction, but everything is kind of leading into the next with this. It kind of what I said is <laughs> time doesn't make sense in the Star Wars universe. It's almost like Dr. Hood's timey wimey. They jump from storyline to storyline things to fill in uh plot holes that you didn't know from before i don't know if this is going to lead into some of the other shows because they basically have a show to cover random things from all over the time period and and if it does lead into something else i i think uh what, what i do appreciate about what i've seen from star wars thus far compared to marvel i i think a lot of the marvel shows again like we've talked about so many times that you kind of get the sense that they want they want people to be able to watch the movies without watching the shows so they want things to happen within the shows but they kind of have to end up right where they left off anyways right so and we see a lot of that in the falcon and the winter soldier uh and and the grand scheme of things not a whole lot changed i have 
I don't think Star Wars is as afraid of doing stuff like that. I think we see that a lot in The Mandalorian, and I think they're exploring things a lot more as far as like uh, Grogu goes, for instance. Um, I, I don't think they have an issue retconning things, and that could be a detriment, or that could be something really fun, too, and unexpected. Yeah, this 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 thought has nothing to do with Bad Batch, but you know what would be exciting? Like... It's almost like Avatar The Last Animator did something similar to this, right? But covering the first Jedis. Like, how did the first Jedis get made? How did the first Sith come about? Like, that would be an interesting series. I would watch so much of that series of, like, the lore and how it all started. Yeah, and... <laughs> Just I completely think... random to this, but... <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, because I think uh, I think that's the complaint with a lot of the, the Star Wars universe is we are like stuck within like these 50 years where we feel like we have to make content. We finally got standalone movies in Rogue One and Solo, and they still took place in that time zone. We get, uh, the Mandalorian has branched out a little bit more, but then Clone Wars and Rebels all take place within this little timeline. So, and we get Bad Batch. It's right here in this little timeline. There's so much more to explore. There's so much of the future of, of Star Wars that we've not seen. And there's so much of the past that we've not seen. Um, there's a lot of legends and and old canon type stuff that that hasn't been quite. Exp- I mean, we could pick that stuff up and redo it. You know, uh, th- there's so much interesting canon fodder. So I will say the good thing, the the thing that gives me hope for the series is they had many many more episodes planned for that final season before it was canceled. And when it was canceled, and then they got the chance to bring it back, they had to be very selective about what they brought back, right? And Bad Batch was part it was one of those arcs that they chose for a reason and i feel like they know what they're doing here like i I, i've looked up uh there's there's videos of like unfinished clone wars episodes and and uh uh, script segments that you can read online from this stuff and it's all really cool stuff and it you have to just stop and wonder why did they pick the bad batch over anything else so that i think that gives me a lot of hope for the series yeah you're right like they had tons of places to go Clearly, they wanted to tell a storyline with the Bad Batch. So, I've got a question for you here, Tommy. Shoot, but not like Han. (laughs) Uh, What I'm wondering, and I guess this is very similar to the last question, but uh, if you were in the Bad Batch as your own character, what, what, like every character has its own attribute, what is, what are you bringing to the Bad Batch team? Crockpots? <laughs> Crockpots. I feel like I'm trying to think what they already don't have. Right. There's a there's a puzzle piece there somewhere. And I, I, I asked because I was wondering this about myself. Uh could could I be a member of the Bad Batch? I'm not I'm not convinced, but I think they need a nature guy. They need a guy who can talk to the animal life on the different planets that like like almost like a ranger if you think of it like uh if you if you think of it like uh D D, if you think of it like uh you know, like what what's in your party? I think they need some sort of spiritual guardian kind of group in the in the Bad Batch. See, I think that was a perfect question for you because you are very much into D and D, and I'm not, so I'm not good at creating my own character. So, <laughs> yeah, so they need some sort of hippie that joins them, almost like the monk that we see in Rogue One, like someone who who may maybe they don't get a Jedi, but they get someone that has that kind of side of them. Yeah, that yeah, that, I mean that's that's what's cool about the Star Wars universe. There are Ford sensitive beings outside of the Jedi, so that's something that can be explored here. Um, so uh, Tommy, 
honestly, I don't have a whole lot left to say within this preview. I mean, is there anything else you got for us? Uh, other than I'm excited, I hope that people don't put too much pressure on the show because I think that's the problem with like WandaVision. We had so much pressure and, and Falcon and like, it's never going to live up to that pressure that we put on ourselves as the person who shouted that Melfisto was going to show up in WandaVision. As much as we love speculating, we also have to remember that like for every speculation we throw out there, they cannot do every single one of them. And so I just want to see a show that makes sense. I want a show that's concrete. I want a show that has a story. Even if it's not the story I want to be told, I want a very clean, crisp story told. Yeah, and uh, and to be fair, uh, I talked about a lot of the things that I'm hopeful for, and here's something I'm nervous about. I think that was kind of like the issue with the Clone Wars is there's a lot of peaks and valleys. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the arcs didn't really naturally connect to each other, and a lot of the arcs were significantly better than the other arcs. So it was like you're watching like one of the greatest pieces of Star Wars content, and then you get like a Jar Jar Binks episode, and it's like, what's going on here? Uh, there- so. Yeah, there was a lot of filler in Clone Wars, and I think that's a it was very early on in the Star Wars TV universe. And I think by the time I got to Rebels, you didn't see that as much. There was a lot of there was there was a more urgency in it. You know, Clone Wars, they had the time to give character development to characters that kind of were like, eh, why do we need this right now? But I agree with you. I I do have that fear as well of like, are they going to give us just some episodes that when we look at it after the series is done and be like, you could cut 90% of this. Yeah. And uh, so we're starting off here. uh, We're premiering on May the 4th. So uh, happy Star Wars day, everyone. We'll have some new content. And, uh, and then shortly after, three days after, we'll get episode two. So we will be doing we will do be doing our pre our, our recap on the first two episodes. Um, one thing I here's here's another thing I'm excited about, and this is something that Marvel kind of let us down about. Um, we're getting a 70 minute episode premiere, which uh, I don't know. And and now like I'm kind of on the opposite foot, where like before I'm like we need we need longer episodes. Now I'm like, do we need an episode that long? But we're getting like a feature length premiere for the bad batch so i i think they got cool stuff planned well and i think some of our complaints and some of the things where it went wrong in marvel was because it's live action and covid really affected that stuff not saying covid didn't affect animation but it's a little easier you can still keep the story the same because you don't have to worry about shooting on location with animation Right, and I've seen so many uh, featurettes about how uh, different animation departments and and video game studios and uh, they can do this stuff at home. They really can. So uh, they 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 can make it work. No excuses, guys. Do you think someday we'll be able to shoot live action from home? Everyone will just have like such good green screens that we can just like make it seem like we're in a new location. It will be incredible. Wow, this podcast is about to get a major upgrade. Uh, it's going. <laughs> Uh, what, what, I don't know what we could do with that technology, but podcast video games. We'll be in a video game podcasting about a show while we're also fighting bad guys. Wait, the video game is us podcasting? Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like. Who wants to play that? No offense to us. Uh, someone will. 
I was thinking more like it'd be like like Ready Player One, where it's like we're yeah, in okay. a world that's like sci-fi. We're podcasting while we're doing sci-fi type things. It's like if we were like on a spaceship and we we're doing like spaceship things. We're also like, hey, did you catch that episode of Bad Batch? <laughs> Let's dissect that for a little bit while we're dissecting this alien right here. Oh boy! So yeah, Tom. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> you kill me, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> So I, I think that brings us to the end. Like uh, it's pretty short and sweet. We don't know a whole lot about the series. Uh, if you do want to know more, go watch that trailer. I think it's really cool and uh, get ready for an awesome premiere. One more thing that I do want to plug though. Um, and Tommy, you're free to use this. I made a spreadsheet and I made it to share with people and no, and nobody has ever seemed interested. So uh, if anybody listening wants my like watch list spreadsheet of star Wars TV shows, I break down all the best episodes of the clone wars rebels the mandalorian and soon i'll be adding resistance on there and the bad batch obviously so uh what i do i break it down to arcs i tell you the best arcs i tell you the most important arcs and then i also break down if you only want to know about ahsoka you can watch these episodes if you only want to see how darth maul came back you can watch these episodes so uh, look, if it is the listeners, we're, we're a community here. If, if you guys want access to my secret Star Wars series spreadsheet, just sign into my DMs. I, that's intriguing because, yeah, there are many arcs that happen and they don't happen back to back to back. It is over many years, many series sometimes. And so that would be very helpful to the public. Yes. So uh, release the old rear cut. <laughs> honestly uh look uh i've got a good cut plan for them we, we we can cut down the clone wars and i can give you one good season of all the best stuff <laughs> all right tommy well this was like a really short episode but uh look it's always a pleasure to talk to you and uh yeah so i'll 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 close out here by giving a couple thank yous um Obviously, to Aaron Robertson, who opened us up with the music, and then Ethan Kellum, who did our logo. And i also like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes, uh, preferably five-star reviews. And also, uh, look, tell a friend. Uh, we're, I, I, I don't know what the listenership's going to be like for Star Wars now. Like, I feel like we've integrated ourselves so much into Marvel. I hope that you guys stick around. If not, uh, look, maybe you know a Star Wars fan that you can uh, you push them on board. Yeah, and hopefully you'll come back when we start covering Marvel again. You know, this is like uh, one of those bars, like Cheers. You're always family here. You come back in and we'll be like, ah, you're back. And we'll, <laughs> it's kind of sounding like, a, what's his name? Like, ah, Annie, you're back. <laughs> oh, not Watto. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, welcome back, Stark Warriors. Uh, we'll work on our Watto impressions. Uh, but yeah. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you very soon for a bonus episode of Invincible. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving that in.